It's time to get real, reality TV aficionados. Welcome to the Giorgio Says Podcast. I'm your host, the one and only Giorgio Takanakis, and I'm here serving you the juiciest updates on all your favorite reality shows weekly, as well as the hottest pop culture trends and even exclusive interviews that will leave you wanting more. This podcast will keep you on the edge of your seat. We definitely need to talk about this. The Giorgio Says Podcast starts now. All right, welcome. Welcome back to another episode of Giorgio Says the Podcast. Happy Monday, everyone. I hope all of you had an amazing weekend. It's January. It's cold where I'm at. So I pretty much stayed in the house. We also got a lot of rain over the weekend. So not anything um, motivating me to leave my humble abode. But I hope all of you guys had a fantastic weekend. Um, Today's episode, we're going to be recapping Real Housewives of Potomac. It was back for an all new episode last night. And I'm going to give you my thoughts. There's not really much of a recap I can give because in my opinion, this season is just dragging on. And I said this in my TikTok recap today. I just don't, I'm not following it. And usually I'm really excited about Potomac and I'm following it like hardcore. But this season that ladies, I don't know what's going on. I don't think that this season's great at all. Honestly, I feel like the fights from episode one are still dragging on and we're at episode nine or eight or whatever, uh, midway through. So a lot of this should have already been resolved and moved on from, but I feel like I don't know anything about NECA still. I don't know what the heck we're doing with this Robin Juan storyline because it seems like we're dodging so much and protecting her and the hypocrisy of it all. But before I get into that recap, guys, some stuff unfolded over the weekend and you may have seen it on your newsfeed timeline whatever you guys are looking at your social media on but it looks like the trace amigas are done for good and i'm gonna give you a quick little recap of what's been going on over the weekend regarding teddy uh tamra vicky and shannon um, there's a battle of the shows going on right now, and Tamara had a lot to say about it. So let's get into some quick tea. All right, let's get into some quick tea. As I mentioned, today's quick tea is bringing you guys up to speed on the Trace Amigas drama that unfolded over the weekend. So it looks like two teas in a pod are going on, or they're doing a live show in San Francisco. And so there was a promotional uh, social media post that went out and there's going to be a lineup of other guests. So there's Cynthia Bailey, uh, Teddy and Tamara's husband, and Angie from Salt Lake City will be there. So it seems like it's going to be a really good show. Also, the Two Teas in a Pod podcast is very successful. They are doing really good with that duo, with the whole platform that they've built around this show. And say what you want about Teddy, but Tamara and Teddy are really great co-hosts for this show. So it's not surprising to me that they would be doing a live show. Obviously, a lot of people who have podcasts are doing a live show. Um, However, what was kind of strange was Vicky had reposted someone else's story That was promoting, so Shannon and Vicky are also going on a live tour, and they put out a promotional poster, and it's basically laugh, fun, gossip, and sing. So my question is, I didn't 
I guess I was confused. I didn't realize Shannon and Vicky were uh, comedians or that they were singers, but it seems that they are not going to be doing anything with Tamara and Vicky reposted someone else's uh, Instagram post where it said the person wrote on there, two T-holes have nothing on Shannon and Vicky and Doug. We know which show we'll be watching. So basically this person is a Vicky Gunvalson fan and is going to be going to the Vicky and Shannon live show. However, it seems that Tamara got a hold of this and finally spoke out about it because she wrote my friend, she shared that Vicky Gumbelson post and then said, my friend, my soulmate, my sister, my ass. So she's already, when she starts off like that, you already know it's going to be, she's going to unleash because one thing about Tamara is you may not like her and you may not think she's a good person for whatever reason. She always speaks facts. In my opinion, she brings the receipts when she's pushed. And honestly, this is why she was brought back on Orange County. She knows the formula well. She understands the assignment. And listen, not everyone has to love everyone. But in this situation, I strongly feel like this has everything to do with Shannon being salty because of the fact that Tamara had made up with Alexis before Alexis and John were a thing. So I think the timeline of it is a little fuzzy, but if we're going to be technical, it's not up to Tamara to choose sides. And if Shannon isn't friends with Alexis, I don't even understand what the issue really is because John Jansen's not a good guy. We know this, um, but he seems to be a good guy to Alexis. So I guess that's all that matters. And if we're going to be honest, I think Alexis is just using this to kind of get herself back on the show. I've said that before. However, Tamara on X or Twitter wrote also the day Shannon's DUI was announced because remember Tamara didn't even know that Shannon got a DUI. So there's that. But she says also the day Shannon's DUI was announced, I left for Scotland to go film the Traders US because that is coming out actually next week, but she had been there filming for that. She said there was not much I could do from there. She said also for anyone who gives me crap for making up with Alexis, I made up with her at BravoCon. Weeks before she even met John at The Quiet Woman and over a month before they went public as a couple. So if you're going to talk shit, get it right. So her point is like, listen, I'm not involved in this. I didn't set them up. I didn't like coerce anyone to go do anything. Alexis is an adult. John is an adult. And Shannon's on a reality show. And it just so happens that there's been talks that Alexis may be popping back on to this new season, which they're going to start filming very shortly. I think in the next week or two, if I'm not mistaken. So I know this is all teeing up for some drama to happen, but then Tamara then goes to respond to a Twitter user and the Twitter user wrote, Vicky took Shannon in and cared for her when she broke her arm and was at her lowest while Tamara befriended Shannon's ex's new love interest while liking and commenting all over their posts. Tamara responds to this uh, Twitter user saying, yes, you're right. Vicky took Shannon in, and instead of Shannon using that time to heal, she was busy recording Vicky and her boyfriend fighting and bragging about it to me weeks later. Such an amazing friend, isn't she? So here's the thing. I strongly feel like, and this is just my opinion, I, I don't know this for a fact, but based on the, the puzzle pieces that we have, it seems like from what Tamara said also that she found out that Vicky was talking behind her back. And also, you know, with that and Shannon being pissy with her about being friends 
or making up with Alexis, you know, I'm I'm thinking we know why Shannon's upset, obviously. But Vicky, I think, is salty because she wasn't asked to come back for this new season. So I think there was probably some like envy and some jealousy, if I can say that. Vicky fans don't come for me. But I feel like they were salty in their own in their own way. And so that's why they probably just decided, like, we're gonna go do our own thing, like screw Tamara. But Tamara's like, no, screw both of you. You guys are like Shannon if you don't want to deal with this then don't come back to the show if it's all too much for you this is what you signed up for I'm sorry but like we can't keep dodging things because Shannon can't handle it it's not fair to the rest of the cast if this was happening to anybody else they they would be in the hot seat okay so I do feel like sometimes Tamara's the scapegoat in a lot of this because people just you know, use her reactive behavior to things or how she deals with things to like mask the fact that she is telling the truth. You may not like it, may not like hearing it or how it sounds, but the truth is the truth. So at least it's her truth. And she always seems to come with factual things and she doesn't, you know, bring it out until she's pushed. In my opinion, from what I've seen, she doesn't go around just pushing a narrative unless she's been pushed to. And this isn't a narrative. This is just what she's experienced. And I think it's a little bit interesting that those two are going to go off and do a show when like, who's going to go to that show? I mean, I'm sure there's going to be people that go to it, but like, come on, they're not comedians. They're not singers. Like, what are you guys going to do up there? Nonetheless, so that's where we're at. Doesn't seem like the Trace Amigas are going to be getting back together for anything anytime soon. And it will make things very interesting because we still don't know if Alexis is going to be joining as a friend of or whatever, if she's going to make a cameo. Not really sure. There's a lot of different um, theories out there. Alexis has uh, denied that she's been um, asked to come back. So we'll see how it unfolds. Things always change at the last second, but this is kind of teeing up to kind of probably give us an, a little bit of insight as to how the beginning of the new season will probably start off. It'll probably be this rift between Shannon and Tamara um, because this is what's playing out just a couple weeks before they are set to film. So that's what you guys, um, that's what I know so far, guys. So I will keep you guys updated as I get more info. But uh, now we need to get into this Real Housewives of Potomac episode because guys, it was a yawn fast. Why are we still in Austin? Let's talk about this episode. Golly Nutrition is an inventive, people-focused nutrition company committed to providing innovative products that make taking your daily supplements simple and delicious. Their products are formulated with quality ingredients you can pronounce and flavors your taste buds will absolutely enjoy. And at the core of it all, they lead with purpose. Golly for Good is an initiative committed to playing a profound role in supporting the health of our planet as well as our local communities. Learn more about their initiatives such as B Corp certification, Vitamin Angels partnership, and Eden reforestation projects at their Golly for Good page. And if you use my special code, the Giorgio says at checkout, you will receive a special discount. Now let's get back into the episode. All right, let's get into this Real Housewives of Potomac episode. We did get an all-new episode finally. Um, we didn't get one last week um, for obvious reasons. It was New Year's Eve. However, I kind of forgot where we left off. So when the episode started, I was like, man, we're still in Austin? And also, why are we like, it just seemed like they just reused 
content from the last two episodes and just created a new episode. Like nothing new really happened. And so it just is really hard to watch. So not a lot happened in this episode. So I'll bring you through the highlights because there, were, there weren't that many, but there was a, one major thing that did stand out towards the end of the episode. So I'll get into that piece. But as I mentioned, the ladies are still in Austin. So boring. There's nothing really going on. No fun activities. And the ladies are obviously celebrating Karen's triple 20 birthday. So she's turned 60. And, you know, they're making a day of it and they're trying to celebrate her and have a good day. But we find out Wendy has been much more triggered around this whole narrative that uh, NECA is putting out there about her mom submitting names to shrines. Because on the first day that they arrived in Austin, she says that she found out that her mom was taken by ambulance because her stomach pains were so so bad that they needed to to figure out what was going on so she was having a procedure done to try to see what that uh issue was with her stomach pain and she finally reveals this to candace and wendy uh i'm sorry candace and karen and you know i think it was a little bit timely if i'm honest because and i'm not i'm not down i'm not downgrading the the worry about you know, Wendy's mom, obviously that's very concerning. Anytime a parent or anyone that you love is being brought into the hospital um, for anything like that. But what I will say is that I feel like this should have been brought up a lot sooner because now it just looks like maybe this is just being brought up conveniently because we're trying to deflect a little bit. Again, I'm not trying to be insensitive to the fact that she really is worried. I do believe obviously she's worried, but I do think that maybe perhaps uh, the timing of it was just a little bit convenient. That's all I'll say. However, we move on to, I guess, Ashley, again, is trying to get the ladies to paint something. Um, but today they decide they're going to paint their version of what they see Karen as. And they all do a very mediocre third grade style painting of Karen and it seems like they're all having a good time but it's not until they get to dinner because you know obviously Ashley has planned this whole night where they're going to go to dinner and then they're going to go to a drag show sounds like a very fun time however when they get to dinner things don't really go over too well I personally think that this whole Robin Candace thing is being dragged out because Robin's using it as a way to not have to talk or answer questions about Juan. So this is very convenient for Robin. But, you know, Robin doesn't bring anything up to Candace at the dinner. It's Ashley who brings up the concerns for Robin to Candace. And that's where I'm like, okay, this is why people say what they say about the divide in this group. And I said this in my recap on TikTok. Even if it's not the intention that that's what you're trying to do, let's just say that the, the intention is not there for that divide to be there. The perception over and over is the divide. And it's always the same group against the other same group. There's different sets of rules for both groups they both 
stay divided. They never resolve any of their conflicts. They never have real open dialogue around the actual issues that Candace tries to bring up at the reunions that everyone ignores and shuffles to the side. A lot of people will argue that that's not what's going on here, but I'm sorry from where I sat at that dinner table, that's exactly what it looked like. First of all, the hypocrisy is super real. Like, Candace was reacting to something because her husband was being maligned last season. And everyone was fine to let that happen. Also, let's not forget that this whole, like, while this season was about to play itself out, Chris Bassett was being accused of having um, a mistress who went far and wide, and I went far and wide to disprove it, but... Robin and Giselle went behind their paywall to continue gossiping about this. So I get that this is coming after Candace made those tweets and said what she said. But quite honestly, Robin and Giselle have been doing this messy stuff for seasons. And it seems like they're trying to push Candace out. That's what I felt from watching it. It's like everyone is purposefully creating scenarios to make Candace back into a corner and eventually hopefully leave the show. Again, if that's not the intention, sorry, perception's reality. So I really don't care if people want to argue that point. That's how it looks because there are two sets of rules and they don't all follow them. So the fact that Robin can't have her own dialogue with Candace about her issue with Candace is ridiculous to me. And it's like, why are you even on this show? You don't want to talk about anything. Your husband talks to you like garbage and you didn't even do anything wrong. He's the one that did something wrong, but he talks to you like you're the one that did something that put him in this situation. You guys signed up for this show knowing what it was going to be. And then now you're trying to deflect. So now you're going to use this as a way to deflect from the Juan questions. So yeah, I do think it's a little convenient. It's very hypocritical. Also, Ashley, why are you getting so involved in this? You're putting Candace in a, in a really tough predicament because you know that there's a legal situation pending and she doesn't want to be communicating with you, but you're going to try to get her to say something or do something to try to make it look worse for her. And listen, do I think Candace reacts in the best way every time? No, but look, she's human and this is who she is. And we're on a reality show that is you got to lean into that stuff a little bit more but nonetheless i i'm sorry aside from the reactive behavior i agree with candace i don't see how this is an even balanced situation also why are we why are we letting robin off the hook so easily what does she bring to this show she doesn't want to talk to anyone she doesn't want to answer questions she gets defensive she walks away she like it's just not making sense to me, you know? And quite frankly, that conversation she had with Juan, Juan was basically yelling at Robin again because he was basically like, you should be the bigger person and go make up with Candace. Because his point is, you need to be, you need to be making amends with these women so they leave this alone and you're making it worse. But again, he's blame shifting this whole situation onto Robin and making it her problem to deal with. And she happily is taking it on. So you know what? She, it's her, it's her fault. Like there's only so much sympathy you can give someone who is willingly putting up with this mess. 
I don't care if it's a random edit. I don't care if they sliced and diced it. That man treats her and talks to her like absolute garbage. Also, this NECA and Wendy thing is going to take the entire season up. And I feel like we do not know a thing about NECA at this point. And we are midway through the season. That's a problem for me. This is a new housewife. We should be getting to know her. All we know is that she's come on from episode two and, and been, has been coming for Wendy. And I know a lot of you guys feel like Wendy is messy and, and a liar in this situation or whatever have you. I think the whole storyline is weird. I think, why are we bringing someone's mom into this? What happened to family is off limits. So I'm, I'm just not, I'm not feeling the season. I'm not feeling it. I know a lot of you guys aren't either, but this episode really just brought it home for me. I just, I don't know... Like, what else? Can we move on? Can we get into the Mia of it all? Because that seems more interesting to me. I mean, I know there's been more development there. Um, and I know we're going to get to that probably later in the season, maybe. But I don't even know. I feel like this is all just like hodgepodgey this season. None of it makes sense. None of it's connecting. Everyone's on their own island. So, yeah. And that... And, and then they went to the drag show and everyone seemingly had a, a pretty good time other than NECA gave Wendy a thumbs down when they all went up on the stage and had to do their little catwalk. But whatever. Like, again, we don't know NECA. It, like, I feel like she's been on for the, like, whole season and we, we don't know much about her outside of this Wendy situation. So that was pretty much the episode, guys. Very slow. Very yawn. Very, like what is this? And if this is the best that they could give us, then in my opinion, they didn't dig hard enough into Robin because I'm sorry, that was a, a whole, that you could have taken up like multiple episodes and scenes doing that. We've seen them do that to other people on other shows. And why, like, if this had been someone else's husband or man that did this, trust and believe they would have been making it their business to talk about every chance they got. But for some reason, Robin is protected. And you know what? I can't argue with people when they say that there's a clear divide here. I can't. I can't. It makes it much, like I read the comments where there are people that argue that there isn't a divide. But there, every time that I look at an episode, it, it's division. And it's two sets of stories. It's two sets of rules. It's two sets of like behaviors. It's one's excusable, one's not. Like we're picking and choosing what we decide is okay. It's, a bit, it's too hypocritical, too slow and too boring for me to be invested in. But I will continue to recap it because I've been recapped. I, you know, that, that's my job. I recap these shows for you guys. But I'm just telling you, it's, it's, it's really, it's been a challenge to watch it this season. And this episode in particular was not my favorite. But you guys let me know what you think of Potomac this season. And what do you think about this divide? Do you guys see it? Did you see it last night? Please weigh in. I, I, I always like having these open discussions about this because it's interesting how some people see it differently. But I'm wondering after this season and this specifically this last episode, are we not going to sit here and say that they're not trying to push Candace out like for real with that behavior at the dinner table? 
I don't know, guys. I guess we'll have to continue to watch to see what is going to transpire for the rest of the season. Hopefully, we get to know a little bit more about NECA and her journey. Um, but I'm not sure. I feel like we're going to really be hanging on to the same crumbs that we got since the beginning of the season. Well, I guess it's going to be a shorter episode today. But guys, I'm going to always keep it short and sweet with you guys and try not to drag it on longer than it needs to. But unfortunately, there wasn't really much to cover in the episode. But we do have the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion part one tomorrow night. And I am very excited about that. I'm still thinking about the finale. I know a lot of you guys are. So it's probably also making it hard to watch these other episodes because nothing will just stack up to that finale i know i know but um listen until tomorrow guys i will talk to you guys on the next episode bye <laughs>